Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Snatched. Um, Snatched. My... Snatched. Exciting. Um, <laughs> my name... The coffee is kicking in slowly. Um, my name is Latoya. You know me as a Jalof Fairy Godmother, and I am here with the Prince of NW10. Yay. For the time being. For the time maybe, being, I maybe. know. I know moving to an E6 postcode. Whoa. Oh my God. In the trenches, Gaza Messiah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that was a very you good You said in the trenches, Gaza. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. gonna be it's gonna be deep but it won't yeah. be you'll be good you'll be loving it but we are joined by you hey everyone hey wigs and satchettes hope you're doing really well so before i get into today's episode the pr bit which i let's see if i do this right this week you can listen to this podcast on spotify soundcloud apple music and amazon that's the four yeah. places you can listen to us. You can also follow us on Instagram, snatch.podcast. And you can also email email us if you have any questions at contactsnatchpodcast.com. Um, I got through there. Got through it in the end. So we are going to kick off episode two of This Little Life of Mine, where we're just delving into life as we know it right now, essentially. Um, and today's episode is Misery Loves company don't worry not all these episodes are going to have a depressing theme but... i don't think it was depressing the last it wasn't time depressing. no it wasn't actually was forgiveness and... for the enlightened depressed i don't think it was depressing. i think it was just no. it was exploratory Expl- yes I, okay. I can't even speak right now i, I know it's yeah. morning time but yeah today is misery loves company where we're going to be exploring what that phrase actually means mm. um and how we kind of have dealt with it i guess in our lives and people mm-hmm. we know so you are, like what is your kind of thoughts on misery loves company um as a term do you use it yourself i see the thing is i don't use it i don't use the term yeah um at all um but i understand that you know it is about miserable people wanting to wanted to get other miserable people together <laughs> so, you <can> navigate, <laughs> so you can bask in your misery as a collective that's my oh, understanding of it um, but I don't use that term very often um so yeah I mean I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a, there's a, a better definition for yeah that in comparison to what I said so maybe give us the definition I'll give you the definition <laughs> so I found it so there's a Cambridge definition which is people who are unhappy um like to share their troubles with others but um another definition on dictionary.com was people who are unhappy may get some consolation from knowing that others are unhappy too i then you know went to find where does this quote actually come from because a lot of these things are like ye oldy quotes yeah. from back in the day um, i'm just going to try and quickly read through this but mm. it ero- originated from dr faustus a play from the 16th century about a man who was prepared to give up all hope by signing a pact with the devil in exchange for 24 years of living with his desires being fulfilled. The quote is from the lips of Mephistophilus, the devil's agent, in answer to the question about why Satan seeks to enlarge his kingdom. The phrase appears to mean that those who are unhappy seek to make others unhappy too. Is that true? It does seem that the older we get, the more we seek to share our maladies, aches and pains, the pills we are taking, the operations undergone and the alternative medicine remedies we have tried. Now, this is from a blog about Parkinson's. So I think that she's referring it to that. But yeah. I think generally with our aches and pains, we definitely do share that. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Agreed. Um, 
are we commiserating are we truly seeking to drag others into a miserable hell like the clever demon attempted with dr faustus so that's quite like i didn't know like that's where it came from and that's what it meant um but it kind of makes sense that i don't i'm not saying the older we get the more miserable we become Mm. but i think um when you're younger you tend to cover up when you're unhappy more you see it a lot isn't it like you know people coming out when they're old and saying, no, I was really depressed when I was a teenager. And then when people are depressed as like teenagers or young people, they're kind of just seen as like really miserable, get it together. Like, why would you be down? But actually you could be down about so many different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, have you got any personal examples <laughs> of like misery and loves, loves company, either you yourself being miserable mm-hmm. and trying to drag people in or people, you know, um, you don't have to get that personal, yeah. but you know, how that impacted the relationship you have with them. Yeah, no, for sure. So I think there's two things, right? So a lot of people, well, I've been I've been uh, labelled as miserable before. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't... See, this is the thing. I don't think I'm miserable. I'm just serious. There's a okay. difference, right? right? So I do feel that I'm quite serious. Sometimes I am quite like, you know, happy-go-lucky, this, that, and the first. Yeah. And other times I'm super quiet because the reality of it is I'm not miserable. I'm just processing my issues for myself. Okay. And I rather prefer to process it by myself in comparison to sharing it with others. Because, you know, there is that saying, like, a, a problem shared is a problem halved. And I yes. think that's quite interesting to actually explore as well, right? Because mm-hmm. actually I would say a problem shared is a, pro- a problem shared is a problem half just has a more of a positive spin in it but then going back into the definition where you just read people are unhappy like to share their troubles with others that's almost quite a negative connotation to it so i do Mm. think it's about always having that balance and depending on the intensity of it but as i was going back to my original point like yes i'm not miserable i'm just serious sometimes and i prefer to internalize my own thoughts and my feelings and my unhappiness so i work Mm. through it before i can then talk about it yeah i am very I'm not necessarily I'm doing that stereotypical kind of like man thing where actually okay. I don't necessarily share quite a lot I might mm. share um uh, if I've gone through a really tough time I might share it uh with others down the line but I'm not mm. that's not my go-to oh my god this is what's happening and this that and the third and where we've been that whole victimhood stuff I, I I don't really have time for that I need to sort it out myself before I can mm. then move forward uh, because therefore I can actually have more of a conducive conversation if I am going to be sharing my troubles or the trouble that I had with an individual so mm-hmm. that's just I think about that's a little bit um about me I have got experience in terms of people <laughs> sharing some of their um, their problems. I'm not going to name, but I think there's been some relationships in the past and equally some situations where um, it is very, it's super, it, it, again, going back to some point in terms of that whole victimhood mentality and mm. like, oh my God, what is me? Like, this is happening. Life is just shit. This, that and the third. And mm. and, and, and it is, it's, it's quite intense because actually mm-hmm. like, it can really start to impact, A, your mental health, because, you know, some people are empaths. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm I'm, I'm an empath at all, Mm. but I do pick up and I am quite intuitive in terms of I can read, like, people's energy, like, people's energy is off. I'm like, okay, cool, what's Mm. up? And then, yeah, we can have a conversation, but sometimes it's almost like, oh, and this happened, and then that happened, and, oh, Mm. um, I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know how to... So it's, Mm. I'm just like, okay, cool, the drama, like, not being funny, you're okay, you're living, no one's dying. Like, so just sort yourself out and process yeah. it let's work together to move forward but i do feel that it is yeah as the point um as i was saying yeah it can have 
a massive impact on the relationship and then equally mm. yourself because yeah you start thinking negatively and then by the time you blink I'm like why am I thinking that because I wasn't thinking like this before but I'm thinking like this mm. because the individual has obviously almost like put their chimp or their problems on my shoulder yeah. um and as I said it's fine I don't necessarily mind helping others work through it and I've sort of vice versa I'm sure other people don't mind helping me through my problems but mm. when you're not coming up with any solutions it's a problem so don't give me problems, bring me solutions. So this yeah, is yeah. what's happened. This is what I'm thinking to do. Actually, am I right? What's your view? Do, if there is, if you have a solutionaire that's able mm. to do that, then that's cool. But then if not, then I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't come with yeah. bullshit to me. Very true. Don't, don't come with bullshit. What about you? Um, definitely. I don't. I mean, people would have to tell me if I've been miserable. I don't think so. I think I don't really tend to. I mean, it's something we had to work through in therapy, um, not masking our feelings because I do that a lot. I'm very good at masking how I feel. Um, I think most of the time, if I'm very upset, um, I'll just go into myself really. And I don't really, like similar to you actually, I wouldn't really go and seek out comfort from others. Mm. Uh, in that way, I'm more likely to try and sweat out myself, but I guess you could label me as miserable if I'm not really uh, interacting with you or whatever, but I wouldn't seek other people to be unhappy with me if that makes yeah. sense like I don't that's not what I'm looking for in that way I wouldn't want to it is sometimes it is nice to know that someone has gone through what you've gone through that's different you know if, if I guess if someone has sought me out to find out what's wrong mm-hmm. and then obviously they say well no I've been through this and xyz then yeah that's helpful but I actually find it quite draining um myself if I'm in a low place mm-hmm. um and then I start to speak to somebody and they it's like oh, i hate to i don't know how to explain it but it's like they're looking for it's like yes your life is shit too let's go let's be shit together let's be shit together yeah. it's very different to a friend just saying like oh i have experience of this and like you will be okay there's two different kind of mm. ways that i think people can deal with um can approach when you're unhappy um that's what i find so i think with people that i do know i don't really know people like that to be honest but people i have known in the past who are like that um, I tend to just stay away really when I'm not in a great place because I know they're not the right people to speak to. Yeah. It becomes kind of a toxic party um, and we're all miserable together. But also I just wanted to point out the difference between just being a bit sad or being miserable about a situation, whether that's like lost your job or, um, you know, um, break up down of relationship mm. or family issues. That's different because obviously it's circumstantial and I think people are allowed to be miserable and sad about those things. That is different to low vibrational people. And I never really used to hate, I know I used to hate that term because I was like, that's so bad. Yeah. Like you can't call, call people low vibrational. That's rude. Yeah, yeah. But. It's true. As I've gotten older, there are people who are bad vibes. And yeah. they're very low vibrational. And I, I think I started reading, I have not finished it. It's still like I'm chugging through it. But that Good Vibes, Good Life book, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting through it. It's not easy to get through because some of it's a bit wishy-washy. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, if you're just good vibes, like, yeah, here's how you get to good vibes. I'm like, okay, whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think there are low vibrational people. And I have come across a few of these people in my in my life some i've worked with so i've Mm. worked with um i used to work back in the day when i worked in teaching um i had uh worked with somebody who was older than me and you know obviously helped and supported me as i was coming up as a teacher but i felt like they had a lot of issues in their personal life 
And because of, and also just maybe their life overall, maybe that I just felt like they weren't happy as a person. Mm. And so therefore you obviously speak to them and be like, oh, maybe look at it like this way, look at it that way, whatever, you know, try and give them a bit of perspective on things. But where I know, where I felt that that person was so vibrational was even when someone was happy, even if someone was bringing something good to the table, they would just want to rain on the parade. Mm. They literally just want to, um, ruin what that person is is feeling to kind of bring them back down to that mm. level, and I just thought that's really bad vibes, mm. really bad vibes. My first experience of it, and I'm going to talk about it because I'm not friends with this person anymore. Um, so I'm going to tell the story. Oh. So and my friends know this story. Yeah. When I was in college, um, it was obviously turned eighteen in college. And I, it was my 18th birthday, was going to tie in with a trip to Cornwall for art and design. And I said to my art teacher, shout out Mr. Lockett, one of the best teachers I ever had. I said to him, I don't really want to go because it's like my 18th birthday. And mm. like, I just feel like I don't want to do it in Cornwall with people that I don't know. Like, because it's <laughs> <laughs> like my friends were going. So my, my close friends all did like yeah. art design. So, but my other friends weren't going to be there. And also it's like, you're 18. And you know, it's like, oh, you want to do something really cool. And I'm going to be in Cornwall. What? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with going to no, Cornwall. Wrong, no, I love Cornwall. Cornwall's beautiful. But I didn't want to do it for my 18th. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to do it for 18. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, no, come on, Natoya. It's going to be really good. You know, we'll, we'll make sure it's your birthday. We'll have a, a good time. Okay, cool. So on the train there, you know, on the journey there, we actually left on the deck. So it's the day we went. It was my birthday. So I was, you know, had my little boo thing. Um, he called me. That was really nice. That made my birthday. Um, yeah. And then I um, felt very low a bit, actually, because I wasn't with my family. And it was fine. And most of the girls there, and I'm not even friends with some of these people now, but they were so, like, um, oh, it's your birthday. Like, let's don't worry. We're going to have a really good day. We'll make it fun. And there was one girl. One girl. And I can't even believe that I stayed friends with her for so long, to be honest, after this. Because we were 18 and you're sitting there saying, it's not even a big deal. It's not even what? what... Like, yeah, literally, she was like, I don't even understand why you're getting upset. She was just nasty. Everything I would say, she just have some catty comment every yeah. single time. So by the time it got to about seven o'clock, you, you know, all tired. I think someone, she's just said something again and left the room. And I literally burst into tears. Like I was literally like, it's my birthday. Like what the, why is she being so rude? Why is she being so rude? And one of the girls was like, oh, like, no, you know, she's just like this. She doesn't mean it. You know, she doesn't care. Like just, you'll see, you'll see. Okay, cool. So we have to go down to dinner. And it was like, you know, kind of a debrief of the day, like tomorrow, guys, this is what we're going to be doing. And I was like, oh God, fuck, drop me out of this, please. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> and then like the chef comes in with a birthday cake, like a massive birthday cake with candles. Oh. And Mr. Lockett made everybody sing me happy birthday. I know some of them people were like, who the fuck is this? But he made everyone <laughs> sing me happy birthday. And she goes, see, yeah, I had to be extra like that so that you wouldn't know. Don't lie. That's a lie. And then over the years, as like, I guess our quote unquote friendship developed, I just noticed if anything, if I told her anything, because I did try, I did try with her, you know, if anything bad was happening with me or whatever, say like I talked to her and say like, oh, I had an argument with my boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Then like, say like, you know, you know what it's like, two weeks later, you're like back together and chatting, like Mm -hmm. everything's good, we're happy. She'd be like, yeah, but I thought you said he was like this. And I was just like, 
Yay! <laughs> All right. Go. Wow. So, right. And over the years, I towards I don't know. I just thought she was low bad vibes. And I and when we the friendship was terminated, I was like, cool. I've tried with you over the years. You're actually just nasty. I, and I don't care. I tell her that to her face. I think you're not a nice person yeah. because you've got things going on with you and you're miserable. And, and that's what every... it is though, isn't it? I think yeah. it's definitely, I think it's quite, it's weird because I, I agree with you when you're saying about there's sometimes everyone has the right to be sad or to be mm. miserable. But I think when this, the whole term misery loves company, I think it's almost like a mindset that's so yes. rooted in how people operate and how they approach kind of like life. So it really does impact as mm. I said, like others, but I think it fundamentally comes, like, where does it come from? For me, I personally think mm. it comes from, like, issues, like, back back, back in the day, yeah. some sort of, like, trauma. Yes, <laughs> I, I generally agree. think, and when I say trauma, that might become across as quite a strong word. Mm. I'm using it quite quite broadly yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In, in, in this context. But I think, yeah, it does come from some sort of deep-rooted trauma where it's mm. almost like, okay, cool, I, in order for me to operate and feel and almost, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh God, validate is not 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 the word that I'm I'm looking for. But in order for me to feel comfortable mm. and to feel uh, okay that I can sit in here, I need to have mm. someone else with me that feels yeah. as equally as miserable whereas it and sometimes it's probably more painful mm. it's easier to bring people onto your misery journey or your misery cart mm. right in comparison to doing the internal work and looking in introspectively to understand why am I feeling like this what is the situation what do I need to do to move forward etc yeah. it takes more energy to do that in comparison to bringing people it's easier to bring people along on the journey I right agree. because actually it's quite scary and I think we've mm. actually mentioned this before I think I know you've mentioned quite frequently in terms of obviously you know your experience from going to therapy and we've been quite open and honest on the podcast in mm. terms of when I was going for counseling etc and I do think that everyone in their lifetime should have some sort of round of like mm. therapy and stuff but it is probably quite painful and quite scary to look inward by yeah. yourself and yeah. understand what is going on and actually mm-hmm. look at how you're operating and your brain mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it's it's just yeah it's it's a really yeah. it's a really interesting deep rooted issue in how when there's like operate. a deep unhappiness in yourself and something is missing like it's just whether you decide like the thing is sometimes when people are talking they're projecting mm. because they're miserable and they say things and that fear of what it is that they don't have or that they want to have mm. is being placed onto your kind of hopes in a sense. Mm. Like I'm hoping for this and they're sort of like, yeah, but why? It's like when I wanted to leave teaching, I had no mm. job to go to. I was going back to study and there was multiple teachers that I'd come across in conversation. I said, but you don't have a job. Like, mm. how could you leave teaching? But it's so stable, it's so secure. I was like, I don't know why I'm leaving teaching. But something in my gut, something in me says, I will work this out. Even if even if it, I fall flat on my face, at least mm. I've tried. That's just me as a person. I'm going to try. And I don't, I don't have a fear of trying once I'm ready to do it. I'll just do it. But I think mm. people can be like, oh, well, I've been stuck in teaching for years. Like, let's all be miserable together. Like, you mm. know, some people genuinely love their job and some people hate it. And they're there and they hate other people making that leap to leave. Like, mm. how could you possibly change your career? How could you possibly find courage to do something different? So I think when it's even identifying what 
where the mindset comes from is so complicated because again it's i i personally think that and i'm not I'm, again this is not about just being miserable and having a low moment i'm talking about people who are i want to say low vibrational generally <clears throat> is there's an insecurity and linked to that trauma is the insecurity of if someone else is going through this with me and i'm using them as a person to kind of it's not even to bounce off of but it's just it's like let's all be down together yeah. and that's not fair like because i feel like you need to elevate people yeah even if you're not in a place to do so i don't think it's wrong to kind of give people supporting words yeah. so that they can you know feel better about themselves why would you want them to be miserable yeah no for sure i do agree i think in terms of it's not even a sounding board isn't it you're not even mm. using an individual sounding board you're actually okay cool let's run the misery loves company relay race together but no, babe, I'm going to do my 100 meter sprint, my 100 meter sprint. I don't want to do the relay with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do the relay with you. So don't bring me up on the team. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And I and think also... you, re- you, go on. No, no, you go, go. Sorry. You, say, you said something really interesting in terms of like um, courage and obviously, mm. you know, um, uh, stability. Um, mm. And when you were mentioning about the example in terms of when you left, obviously teaching, and some people just like we don't have a job to go to, etc. Mm. I do think that, and I think we will explore it in some of the other episodes as well. Mm. Um, in in relation to the whole kind of like this little life of mine kind of like theme. Yeah, when you're younger, you're kind of carefree. You have the capacity to yeah. do whatever, and I think you've got the mental capacity to mask some emotions and kind of deal mm. with things quite differently, or not deal with things at all mm. um, until it comes into your to to your life later on. Um, but yeah, maybe like yeah, the older that you get, I think people are just they're, they're so risk averse. Yeah, like I agree. they're just and, and I understand obviously. And going back to your point in terms of it's quite complex when you're looking at where does the mindset come from because I think it's mm. many things. Yes, mm. it is about trauma, which I've actually will uh, which uh, this is my personal view. Mm. But I do think it is about kind of like people not necessarily having the courage, then mm. being risk averse, the security. Oh my mm. god, like if this happens, well, so there's more there's more stress. I was yeah. there's more things to consider. When 100%. you're older, you've got mortgage repayments, you've got family, <laughs> you've got dog, you've got cats, you're yeah. looking after parents, etc. So I understand it, but I don't think, but sometimes having that mindset can be super stifling mm. to your personal development and your personal 100%. growth. Like it, it actually can cripple people to the point where they stay in situations, jobs, relationships, wherever, where they're not happy and therefore they, they, they can't... They, they're so stuck and deep stuck in the mud, they mm-hmm. can't even see a way out. No. They're so indicated, they can't even see a way out. So I can't get out, but what I can do is bring people down with me. Yes. No, it's true though, isn't it? It's true. Because it's, again, it's more, it takes more work, it takes more energy to try and get out your misery loves company cave, right? Because mm. you've got to climb up for all them roots, all them grasses, you know, you, you're coming from the upside down. <laughs> you come from, it's yeah. more energy to do that. Well, actually, it's easier to let me bring people down with me so we can stay in the upside down together being miserable together. Yeah. I just, yep. uh, wow, okay, cool. Stranger things analogy there. I like that one. When the upside down. <laughs> I wouldn't say the upside down, but yeah, I definitely, I think it's that. And also comparison. I, it's not an Olympic, Olympic race. It's not comparison of who's is worse. You know, like when you say you're going through something and then someone says, it's like they want to do top trumps of mm-hmm. like, or say that's or and I'm not trying to like put down people's experiences, but my experience of whatever it is, whether it's big or small, whatever is triggering me, whatever is making me upset is my own so yeah. sometimes if someone says to you, but it's not as bad as this, <laughs> then I'm like, 
I don't give a fuck. It's, mm. This is my reality. Maybe this is really big to me. I'm not going to tell someone else that mm. what they're going through is irrelevant. I might think it's not as big as they're making it out to be. And as a friend or family member, what my job is to do is to help them manage that, to mm. be supportive, to say, I know this is big to you, but you will get out of it rather than saying, this is not that big. Why are you making a big deal out of it? I've mm. gone through worse. That, and that's what we have to look at as individuals when someone sends us their problems. Mm. What response are you coming out with? Yeah. Because that, to me, that's an indicator of um, kind of your mindset when it comes to these types of situations. And so like, I've gone through some traumatic things in probably in the last, God knows, years of my life. Probably in my 30s, definitely, I've gone through some traumatic incidents in my life where... It is interesting because when you do speak to people, I don't think I'm a miserable person. I don't think I'm a negative person. Um, but I think speaking to some people has been very interesting, their responses. And it's actually kind of, now that I am going through or have gone through things in my life, it's very interesting kind of weighing up their responses and being like, oh, mm. oh, maybe you're not as happy as I thought or not as positive as I thought. Mm. Um, it doesn't make me think any worse or badly of them. But it's also made me put into perspective that maybe some people are really masking how they feel and not being very honest and open about their feelings mm. um so yeah it's, it's a lot to think about mm. and also i just wanted to raise the fact that we've had a pandemic yeah for, no, for sure the last couple of years it doesn't even feel real to me that we're really out of it but anyway like mm. we're out of it i guess i think that had a massive impact we did talk about it like how our mental health really struggled um during that time and yeah. Um, I definitely feel like it changed my personality quite a lot. Mm -hmm. um, my personality has changed massively from before the pandemic. Um, mm. I think I'm more introverted, a little bit more introverted. Though I know one, no one wants to agree. Everyone's like, you're an extrovert. No, but you, to be fair, you can be extroverted and introverted. It's about yes, preference, isn't it? Exactly. So I, yeah, and you could have like, you can have introverts that are extroverts as well. Yeah. So I do, yeah, I agree. I agree. I've, I've become more introverted actually um, and a little bit more insular and a little bit more into myself you know but for some people the pandemic had a massive massive impact mm -hmm. on them and i think i always came with that phrase of let's give people grace i tried to give people grace during that period because i think that like there was no escape from being miserable <laughs> no there wasn't and you know what i think potentially i know i think that's probably the first time that i think everyone potentially mm-hmm yeah, that's the first time everyone was kind of like operating with misery loves company. Yeah, we're all Just miserable. Because we're all miserable. <laughs> we're all miserable. If you thought about, think about it, we woke up, like everyone was making sure that they were tuning in to channel BBC One at five yeah. o'clock on the Prime Minister's briefing. You saw this amount of death rates and obviously yeah. this hospital emissions. Et and then like, it got a bit weird where it, everyone was glued to the television and just watching like stats and figures and just mm -hmm. negative news. And then, and then, people were having debriefs of the debrief. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I yeah. was, I was, yeah, we, I, I got to a stage where I was debriefing the debrief. Me that was too. fucked up. I was like, no, I can't deal, operate yeah. like that. So therefore I was like, you know what? I can't watch this anymore. And then I went into the depression of drinking the red wine, mm. <laughs> sinking the bottles of red wine. I was like, what time is it? Oh, you know what? More people unfortunately have passed away. We're still in this hell hole. It's 11 yeah. o'clock open up a bottle of red wine by the mm -hmm. time i'm 12 30 i'm fucked mm -hmm. <laughs> that, it was, that was yeah. that was my 
life for half a yeah. year. Half a year. Yeah. And I do right. feel some people are still struggling, actually. Although we're coming out, or, you know, yeah. although there's uh, essentially some two new strains that's been found oh, great. Um, in the UK. <laughs> but I still think a lot of people are still struggling. I agree. With that. Massively. Massively. I think it's okay to be struggling with that. And I think mm. it's okay. That, that's normal. Um, you know, because... Yeah, it was such a big thing in our lives, and I don't. I'm not going to use that as a, um, uh, what do you call it? I'm not going to use that as a stick to hit hit people with, because mm. actually it makes complete sense, and that's very different to when I'm saying that people are bad vibes. That's mm. not the same thing, because actually we go went through it. Some people lost family members. You know, I had a baby in that time. That mm. was mm. the craziest thing I think I've ever experienced in my whole entire <laughs> life. I just was like. I'm going to cry because my partner's not going to get hit in time before my child gets here. Yeah. I literally burst into tears. And, like, thankfully, all those people in that room had so much grace for me, where I know some people did not get that experience. Some people Mm. had to have their baby by themselves. Mm. I literally had people in the room who were like, no, your partner's going to get here in time before your Mm. baby gets here. And, like, imagine that. That's something that could have literally... Sent me spiraling into a miserable hole yeah. for me to look after my child. And again, some people are still grappling with the postpartum depression yeah. of having babies during that time. So that's again not the same thing. Yeah, and I'm not agreed. trying to like equate that with like someone just saying like ah like look at your shoes like why would you buy them? <laughs> <laughs> there are bad five people there, you know. Oh, I don't like that coat. And then they go by the same coat. And they go by the same coat, innit? Do you remember them friends there that we put back in the day? Yeah. I don't like that. You're like, oh, okay, you put down the thing. And then literally, Mm -hmm. a week later, you see them and you're like, wow, that's Mm -hmm. how you really did me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. crazy times. But anyway, anyway, I'll pop a delved in about that. Um, (laughs) But how do you support people with these um, traits? How would you support them? Oh, you know what? I think I'll probably just ask lots of questions. Mm. I don't think I don't really think that is my uh, yes. It, it depends on where where the person is at. If they if if I feel that they um wanted to get some advice so they can move forward yeah. and try and fix it, then yeah, absolutely. I don't mind obviously like you know um uh, playing tennis in terms of like problem solving etc. I can I can I, I can do that. Mm. But if the individual is yeah, definitely. Uh, Mizula's company like they're just not <laughs> one to, then I would just ask questions so what are you going to do mm. how are you going to do it when you're going to do it by because I think the ownership needs to go back onto them I'm I'm I don't have the capacity listen I'm trying to live my life and mm. that's challenging as is to be mm. taking on some of your nonsense so I think actually I have lots of questions asking them in terms of yeah as I said what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it by? What does it mm. look like? How are you going to measure success? And now I know I do appreciate that. Obviously, it sounds very business-like. <laughs> it sounds very business-like. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but you know what? Not being funny. You know, sometimes you have to handle people like that with business. Mm. Or I'm like, oh, or sometimes that's one That's one option. Or the other option, you want to say, oh, my God, I know. Okay. And then I just go about my business. <laughs> I go about my business. Business because I, I can't, you can't, you can sit there and, and be talking, and by the time you blink, you've wasted so much time of your life, and mm. uh, and by the time you and you leave that conversation feeling a drained, mm. drained, depleted, you've got nothing more to give, um, and it starts to fuck you up from a mentality perspective. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would just ask sorts of questions. Number one, or kind of like passively listen. Okay, oh okay, mm-hmm. 
And then that's it. I know that's probably that comes across really shitty. I'm so I mean, sorry. I'm worse. I'm not gonna. I'm actually worse. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, because I I have I'm not <laughs> like I don't have friends like that anymore because I cut them off. I found it really draining. I'm really sorry. I know I'm gonna sound like an absolute bitch, but I can't. I don't have capacity. I have my own shit to deal with, and it's very different to a one-off phone call where it's like, yes, but now it's three weeks later. And now it's the fourth week. And now we're in six months and now we're in one year. And we're still with the same problem. You don't need a friend, you need a therapist. Because I can't... Help I, you. you. I can't help you. I had mm. to stop because I would leave those conversations so mm. drained. I couldn't even work out, like, why am I feeling so drained? Mm. What's wrong with me? Am I being a shit friend mm. that I don't mm. actually want to answer that person's phone call? And, mm. like, I would, and it's awful. I just stopped picking up the calls after a period of time or, like, just not responding or, like, saying, yeah, 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 well, me. And I knew that they would never make the effort to set up the meeting. I just knew, yeah. I knew they never would do it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, well, me. But I'm not going to. I've tried multiple times, but because you're not in a good place, it never happens. Mm. So, you know, I had to just take a step back. And I know some people are going to label me as a really shitty person. Like, you should support those people. But no, there are trained professionals. And I've already told you to go and see a trained professional. And you're not going to see a trained professional. So I'm not going to be that person. I'm not saying I want my friends to be good vibes every single day. Because that's that's not the reality of life. But I, for my mental health, have had to cut off people like that. Mm -hmm. Because I I couldn't couldn't do it anymore. I was Mm -hmm. just like, I'm tired. Like, you can't see the light in anything. You're literally miserable all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and these, you're miserable because you're making shit choices. So if you're making shit choices, what do you expect is going to happen? <laughs> literally. <laughs> I don't get it here. Yeah. Every yeah. action has a reaction. Yeah. That is yeah. what, Newton's law? You just yeah. literally know if you do something, that's going to happen. So yeah. I don't understand why you've now come back to me in a phone call to say... This, and I'm like, well, we talked about this two weeks ago Mm. and I gave you some suggestions. Yeah. And I think the thing is, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying you didn't take any of them. So now we're back to square one and I'm not sure what you want me to do now. Do you want Mm. me to, you know, do a life transplant? You can sit in my life and then you can be happy i still and the thing is i think even if you did that with those people they still wouldn't be happy yeah they still wouldn't be happy but anyway sorry no i was just saying it is it's that you can there's a lot i think sometimes when it comes to like this topic people like to do a lot of talking Mm. so there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of chat but there ain't a lot of action Mm. they're in motion they think that they're trying to sort out their problems in terms of being they're in motion but they're not in action Mm. so you know, yeah, you can be talking about this, that and third and sharing your problems, etc. And you just mm. want to have a bit of a chin wag and a bit of a negative Nancy kind of like bitch fear. Mm. But you're not actually, and that's fine to have that. If you want to offload or get it out, sometimes people need to externalise kind of like their thoughts and their problems. Mm. But as long as you're doing something to move forward and you're actually moving from motion into action and actually doing something, then that's where you think you will start to reap the rewards. But there's a lot of people, I think when it definitely comes to this topic, yeah, just a lot of chat. And mm. just not a lot of, of, of action. They're not doing mm. anything to help themselves. And to be fair, you know, you can't help people who can't help themselves. That's you don't want it. to. 
No. You don't want to. And, and it's not your responsibility. Bl- they'll turn around and blame you as well. If it yeah, goes wrong, yeah. you're This the is person. what you said. You, were, yep. you said it. Yep. 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 That's happened to me. And I'm yeah. just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I'm not responsible for your life. I've just said these are the options. Like, you don't have to do what I said. You can literally stay in your dark room with your curtains drawn if you want to. But I don't want to be... I don't want to be the source of that. And actually, mm. that's what, like, it brings on the thing of secondary stress, which is a term I learned when I was in teaching. Secondary because, stress? Secondary stress. I okay. learned this term when I was teaching because the woman that I talked about earlier, who um, I thought was very low vibes, bad vibes, mm. not a horrible person. I wouldn't say that she wasn't horrible, but she just was a lot. It was, I think she was going through a lot of things. And we all shared an office together. So when she would be going into her rants and, moaning etc etc i would just leave the day really low really stressed not just from the job but i just would feel in a really low place i couldn't work out what it was and it just so happened that i picked up the metro newspaper and they were talking about secondary stress and secondary stress is where you're picking up it's a bit like it's not necessarily that you're an empath but you're picking up the stress it's like it's actually you're absorbing it from the other person you're absorbing wow. their mood so you for example if you work in a really toxic workplace where people are really arguing a lot you start to pick up even if you and you and yourself are finding your job and you're okay you actually start to pick up the negativity the bad vibes you have that in friendship groups and even in relationships unfortunately like if someone is in a really low place if you're up there always trying to fill their cup your cup starts to become empty mm. and you actually can't work out because you're like oh, i really love this person like Oh, like why? Why am I now starting to feel bad? Or, but it's because it's secondary stress. And I just ask and implore people to mm. read about that because it can actually affect your own mental health. Yeah, that's mad. Secondary stress. I never heard mm. of that term before. Yeah. And you are right in terms of you know what sometimes people can be a product of their environment mm-hmm. for sure. So if you are in those uh, working scenarios or in a mm-hmm. relationship or in a family kind of like unit um, where it is not necessarily a conducive environment for you. Of course, it impacts, obviously, how you mm-hmm. operate and how you view things. Um, and sometimes it's quite difficult for you to be able to compartmentalise in terms of, okay, this is uh, a snapshot in time, this is situational just yeah. for now. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to seep in for actually how you operate, how you mm-hmm. view life in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And that's when it starts to really start to impact like your mental health 100 um, and it's no longer to your point when you're talking about stress it's no longer in the stress category it starts to go into the anxiety mm-hmm. so i think it's quite interesting um that that um stress is almost something that is uh that is formed due to an external factor Right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like a deadline or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas in anxiety mm-hmm. is more the internal mm-hmm. um, feeling. And actually those like your inner critic, for example, mm-hmm. that really starts to come through really strong. That causes you to be anxious. So some people do kind of like don't, they get the um, the terminologies kind of misaligned. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really interesting how stress, when you're talking about secondary stress and the impact of the environment can have on that's an external factor that causes you to be stressed. But then equally you take it away, start to internalize it. Yeah. And that's when it starts to form into anxiety and really start to yeah. affect your mental health. So that's really, really interesting for yeah. sure. And then people don't realize like why they really hate their job. Because mm. like, you know, <clears throat> the job I had before, um, the manager was okay. She was, she was fine. 
um, yeah. at times, but if she was in like a bad mood, mm. it just would permeate through the entire office. You just feel tense, like you couldn't <laughs> talk, you couldn't laugh, you couldn't burp, you couldn't even have a sip of your drink yeah. because, like, she would just like everything would have to be quiet. So nobody was allowed. Like, if you're chatting, it was like it's like she did this passive. I think it was quite passive aggressive, but I get it. But she came with her big noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, are you playing music in there? She's like, no. She didn't want to hear us talking. <laughs> she didn't want to hear you talking? No. And I think that's quite, that sends quite a strong message. 100%. It makes you feel like you can't relax. Oh, wow. You can't relax. And then, <laughs> then it's just like, then she just got progressively ruder. And I think I've yeah. that before. She's rude anyway. Um, I dealt with her fight at the beginning, but she's got more and more rude. And I was just like, you know what? F this, I'm out of here. But she yeah. just would like, yeah, if something was going wrong on her computer or something wasn't working, she'd just be like and it was you know what? I got a lot of shit from that person. One time it wasn't even my error, but you still found a way. And it's an office, like yeah. it's not even a big thing. <laughs> to talk over the person who made the mistake to shout at me. <laughs> I said, What do you want me to do about it, babes? What do you want me to do about it? I was like, I'm not doing this. It's like she wanted me to get anxious. She wanted me to get angry. Yeah. I'm doing this. This is a job. Yeah. When no, I leave sure. here, this is a job. But I noticed that it was starting to make, it would ruin my day. Like being there was ruining my day. It was making me, even though like I didn't hate the job, mm. it was the stress that was she was emitting, maybe from her own personal issues or whatever, across the office. Like if she was stressed, we were all meant to be anxious as well. But I'm not anxious because this is a job. Mm. like it will get fixed it will be sorted tomorrow it will be done you know and i think that is the reality of when you're looking at these situations and you're feeling miserable or whatever there are some things that are take deeper work and i get it like you know emotional things things to do with your family members relationships children whatever mm. but when it comes to things like work oh it's not worth your stress it's not worth, it's not worth your anxiety no, it's not worth your mental health no it's not worth is. your mental health no because it's about yeah you're not you're not saving lives no the majority of us are not saving lives we're not saving lives you work for so. nhs that's completely different but yeah like, no, absolutely we I, i'm a marketer yeah i sell stuff to people yeah. <laughs> I can, I can, I can make things as socially conscious or whatever. But the whole point of my job, the whole point of my role, is to sell and to yeah. help the mar- the company make more money. That's essentially yeah. what my job is. So I cannot take on other people's stress, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I'm a stressful manager. I, I hope not, guys. If you're listening, I hope not a stressful manager. I try to not make people feel stressed because I am very aware that whatever can't be done today must be done another day. Like I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. But I'm aware that this is just a job. Mm. But for other people, this is their life's purpose. Mm. Their insecurities <laughs> are tied in the status of their role. And I'm just like, I need you to step back and think about, is that really, what is this really about? Like, is that about how you're presenting to other people? Or is that really because you care about the job? At this point, I feel like once you're over your, I think once you're mid thirties, I would say there's a, there's a split, isn't there? Is is it this your career or is this just a job? And that's where you start to, you, you can, you know, start to work out how much, 
this is really mm. impacting your life. But I mean, I think we could talk about work somewhere else. But that was just an example yeah. that I was given in terms of like, you know, um, I guess where I want to go to next, you know, mm. is about having support and, you know, in terms of when you're happy and, and freedom to be happy, because we are talking from a point like, you know, we can't really be around miserable people. It's, it can be a bit much, but yeah. how do we empower, how do you become empowered? Maybe not how do we empower, because that's what we're doing, but how do we empower ourselves to, as I can see you said here, colour outside of the lines? Like, how do we actually yeah. do that? Because I think, going back to the point about having fear, mm. misery is sometimes an offshoot of fear. Yeah. So where can we have that safe space to do that? And how do we do that for ourselves? Not for others, but for ourselves. Yeah, no, for sure. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I think it might be different for different... It's going to be different for different people. Yeah. I feel that... I don't want to go to my maker Mm. (laughs) on a shoulda, woulda, coulda or with regrets. Mm. Um, And I think unfortunately and it's actually quite sad that a lot of people do if mm. i had more time if i if i if if i was to live the life again i would do this differently etc yes obviously life is worth living and yeah you're going to yeah. make mistakes and yes you're going to learn from that but i do feel that sometimes people do you, you have to be kind of like fearless you have to have the courage to just turn in and say yes mm. to to particular situations yes yeah, so i think there are moments where i have stayed potentially in jobs longer than mm. I, sh- I should have. I mm. think situations have happened where I've had to, uh, I've really had to question the business and equally really kind of reconnect with my self-worth. That's made me go and seek out other things better. But I've always landed on my feet and I've always landed really great roles. Mm. Um, so that's really positive. Um, just that, that's just using that as a work example. But yeah, I definitely think having that mindset in terms of, I think people just need to be fearless. I understand that sometimes it can be quite crippling, but you only got one life and the worst that you don't want to do is, you know, end your life when it comes to the the, the, the end of this life, we should say. Mm. Um, you know, you think to yourself, oh, my God, I wish I'd done that a bit differently. Or I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. Like, I think, yeah, definitely saying yes to life. Be fearless. Have that courage. I think there's elements in... Uh, yeah, having that kind of, like, view in terms of... It's not even, like, what's the worst that can happen? Because I do appreciate that the worst can happen. Yeah. The worst can happen. But I think you need to be, um, you need to remain positive that you will be okay. Mm. You will be okay. Like, like, I don't think, I'm not necessarily very religious, but I do believe in there's a higher being or whatever. I don't Mm. think life, life doesn't put you through challenging things if they they don't think that you'll be able to handle it. Mm. So I think that's kind of like from my perspective. I don't even think that's going to help any of our weeks and statues at all. I know, but you know what? I did see. A, <laughs> but it a, is uh, really hard. I saw a TikTok and I was like, oh, I resonate this. Like, I'm tired of being God's strongest soldier. I didn't sign up for war. That, and I was like, <laughs> I get that. I get that. I get that. Because actually, like, sometimes, like, yes, yeah, two sides, isn't it? Yes, be strong. Like, get. Fr- and then the other part is, I'm weary and I'm tired. <laughs> and I think for some people, that's why I don't want to discount people's like uh, low mood and feelings. Because no, for, for sure. some people, like they do feel so low. They just feel like life has beat them down so far that they mm. just can't lift themselves back up. Um, and they don't know how to do it. And they probably see other people excelling or doing well. Like 
for example, like if you've landed on your feet as a job, on, on sorry, in a job, that person's not going to have the discernment to look at maybe the tri- the trials and tribulations you got to before getting to that mm-hmm. job, the risk you had to take to get there. Maybe mm. you had to take a salary cut to get mm. to that point. You know, we don't know. Maybe you had to like, I don't know, you, you know, your bills might have been on the line, your mortgage could have been on the line. Who knows? They don't mm. see that. They just see the end product. And they're like, that mm. person is landed on their feet. I don't, why, why is that mm. happening? Um, and I think with things like that, that's deeper than... I guess anything that we can say in terms of like you trying to find positivity because I I get it like I totally understand like when you're in that place it's hard I have been in that place myself so I fully understand when you feel like why is life treating me like this I don't get it I don't get it I don't get it um but I think again it's about understanding that you are in control of your own life which sounds so wishy-washy doesn't it yeah I agree I think yeah to your point you are in control of your own life and I, I think on the back of what you're saying I think you know what just take every day as it comes Mm -hmm. and a bigger thing celebrate the small wins it could be the smallest win ever like aka if you are going through depression right and you haven't been in bed for a whole week celebrate you getting out of bed on the Saturday like literally be like you know what that's good. I've got out of bed on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I think you just take it as it comes. I don't feel that we celebrate the small wins enough. And I think naturally, we are naturally as humans, we're super critical of, oh, okay, this is hap- what could I have done better? I know yeah, what, yeah. Sh- straight away, I always go to, I don't really like to bask in like, okay, the positive, oh, oh yeah, yeah, fair enough, I've got this job, or i got mm. this, or I've achieved that, da, 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 yeah, winning. I don't really like to, to I don't naturally kind of bask in that kind of like area. I always go to, okay, cool, what am I going to do differently? Or what could I have done better? Mm. And I don't know if that's, a, um, I don't think that's me being miserable. I think that's just me being, I'm quite critical of how I operate and how, yeah, of, of myself. So yeah, yeah, again, yeah. I think, yeah, take those small wins, like the smallest wins. And once you start building that, building that momentum and basically that mindset and almost like flexing that brain muscle mm-hmm. um then I think it it, it starts to become a learnt behavior yes 100%, 100% definitely and, celebrating those small wins and I guess my last thing is like about manifestation shout out to my friend Chantel who was like she's always like manifest read the books of last she's like yeah. Very inspiring. I love you, Chantel. Um, and whoop, basically, whoop. Um, I've, I've had this book on my shelf, which is just, I haven't read it, but I started reading it again. It's called Just Fucking Do It. Um, and it starts off with this whole manifestation thing, which is just like, oh, manifestation is so hard. But she literally <laughs> says, like, she just says, read out this thing. I can't remember what it is. But it's just something like, hey, universe, you know, just, I just, just show me, like, yeah something make something small happen in the next 24 hours something happened just give me a little nudge and let's see if it happens so i was like mm. okay i just read it out now i was like cool i'm gonna leave it park it whatever yeah it's gonna sound so small but yeah. it's also a reminder to myself that your brain can manifest stuff and it actually brought up a lot of things of where my mind has manifested because we're literally all atoms we're all cells we're all yeah. energy is real because you if you if you had a microscope that could go right down to every little bit and we've seen it it's thousands mm. and thousands of atoms so we are energy that's why some people are bad vibes because they're yeah. <laughs> no, no, vibration. no vibrational um, no vibrational <laughs> but it's gonna sound so small right so i was like okay cool so next day i was like oh i want to have like lamb chops for lunch I was like, i'm gonna make lamb chops salad whatever it's yeah. quite a nice lunch by the way but i'm gonna make this but i was like oh i really need like some lamb seasoning do you know what i think i could just have that like do you know the jamaica valley 
um, seasoning. I was like, yeah. oxtail seasoning would probably work quite well because I've seen that like on TikTok and they use that. I was like, okay, yeah, I want the oxtail seasoning. But I just parked it. I didn't mm. think about it. Then I went to the shop. What was the last packet on the shelf? The there was no other than oxtail seasoning. Yeah. And I was like, that's really small. But it shows that you yeah. can... I don't. I can't explain it, and it's a really tiny thing to manifest. Yeah. But I also remember, like, when I went to view a couple of flats a little while ago, and this guy that was showing me the flats, he was literally like telling me about how he's not taking the vaccine. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. He was giving me the proper speech about why he wasn't taking the vaccine. And I was like, okay, cool, no worries. And he was telling me, don't live here, don't live there. And I just, in my mind, the day next, a couple like a couple weeks later, I was like, I wonder how that guy's doing. Like, mm. I wonder if he's all right. Like, guess who I saw in Lidl? I, it was the most random really? thing. He doesn't even live around here. Yeah. Not 24 hours later, I manifested him in the supermarket. He wow. doesn't live around here. He lives, like, completely out of this area. He was on the phone to his mum, <laughs> complained about giving her money. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's how you're doing. But <laughs> that little thing with the oxtail seasoning reminded me of multiple times when I've actually manifested things Mm. when you want things and then you let it go so i think it's like not dwelling on what you don't have it's just giving it up to whoever your god allah universe whatever that they will provide Mm. that's what i've had to do i still have low moments don't get me wrong i'm not like oh happy go lucky all the time but then i'm just like well sir they will provide and Find that external outlet where you can mm. work through it, but also just give it up. Just give it up to the universe, you know. Yeah, yeah it might. The thing is, if you've got um, negative thoughts, actually, I think that it attracts more bad things happening. You only notice the bad things all the time. But like you said, if you celebrate the small wins, like you did get out of bed today, you mm. know, you did set up that dating profile on Bumble, Bumble you so you're going to find yeah, a man. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You tried to go on a date with somebody. You, yeah. you know, you did start that investigation into IVF, for example, if you want to have mm. children. You know, you did talk to someone about sorting out your CV. These are all, because obviously the main things people were often being low about is children, partner, not having a house, not being financially stable, etc. You know, these are all things that like, it depends on what it means to you. But if you at least start the steps to get those things, if those are the things that you truly desire that you think will make you happy start but i think when also we have to realize that you might get them and might not be happy so you need yeah, to be happy for sure. yourself agreed yeah no absolutely you know absolutely so, i'll my... let you know about manifesting i'm gonna uh i'm gonna manifest a few things what you manif- oh well we can't say i've got a, i've got a few things on the list and I, yeah i'm yeah. gonna manifest a few things i'm just gonna be like mm, you know yeah yeah, do it. I'm just, just going to let you know. <laughs> let it go. Like, literally, I feel like I've I've written down some things. I have actually yeah. started a journal um, and written some things down that I would like to manifest yeah. um, or that I would like in my life. Like, and they're not really big things. Some of them are really small. But I think, like, writing them down and being intentional that this is the goals that I'm working towards, mm-hmm. I think it keeps you focused. And actually, yeah. it's just like when you do have a setback emotionally, financially, whatever, it's like, nope come on, let's pull back in, like, the universe or God yeah. will de- deliver. That's how yeah. I have to view it, which sounds very wishy-washy, but I think taking the problem outside of myself and l- giving it to a higher power gives me less internal stress. Agreed. Gives me. Um, yeah. For other people who aren't religious, um, that could, how, what do you, who do you give it up to? <laughs> I don't 
Who do you give it to? Not the, I mean, if you're not spiritual, I should say, or yeah. into... Because some people are not. They don't believe in universe stuff. They don't believe yeah. in... They just think that they are them as their person. So who do you who do you give it to outside of yourself? The air? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean... Just, just, just existence. Just existence, give it just there. Yeah. Just give it into the air. Yeah, yeah into yeah, the yeah. space. The atoms will come together and give it, I think, science? <laughs> Sorry, that's so unhelpful. I don't know. If anybody's like an atheist or agnostic or just yeah. not spiritual, can you please let me know what do you do? Who do you, do, is it self-belief? How do you, is that what you do? Maybe it is self-belief, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like how, how, how do you do that? <laughs> That sounds so silly, but I don't know. I'm like, I'm literally, do you know there was a thing? Sorry, this is completely off topic before we finish the episode, but some people don't have an inner voice. Oh, I've read that. Yeah. That's, so it's empty. No, they're just, there's, it's just, it is what I it is. I don't have proper internal conversations with myself. Like, oh, 100%. I do it all the time. I mean, I not really... being funny, darling, I have to have external conversations with myself. <laughs> I, am not, I am not even going to lie. I know. Right. Okay, can listen. Right. <laughs> Listen, I and maybe we need to touch upon it in another episode. But a hundred and ten percent. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. Some people might think I'm mad. I don't really okay. care. Cool. I have to have. Sometimes I have to externalize my thought or the conversation. Okay. Why did you do that, Ewa? This is what happened. This, that, and the third. But she said this, and you said that. What does that? I have. I have to. I have to do it. Oh, I so you speak. It. You say it. Into the I room. say it, yeah. I have to, I have to speak it out and get it out. That helps me okay. sort through all of that. A lot of people tell me that it's crazy. Mm. I don't think I'm the only person that speaks to themselves. No, I talk to myself like, I have like to when speak I'm doing out tasks. Loud. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have, think that I have, is quite normal. To. Well, I, I say to. normal, but I do, I do <laughs> talk oh, to God. myself like when I'm doing I tasks. Issues. No, you don't have issues. I think people I might need to go to my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, buddy. I'm like, is it normal to you talk? To, to yourself? Not all the time. I don't want you to think I'm having like a big ass conversation with myself, but like right. I, if I'm at capacity over something, yeah, I, I sometimes I have to speak it out. I have to that's, get out. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, we'll see. Some of the researchers were like, "Babes, we're gonna give some recommendations." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. No. I think like. It's you verbalise. I mean, I talk, only talk to myself if I'm doing, like, tasks, I would say. I'm not sure mm. I talk to myself, like, in terms of, like, general day say. But if I'm doing work, I definitely have to verbalise it, like, this, that, and the other. But I know it's when I'm at work, obviously, I must not do it. I have sometimes, like, uttered sentences and someone's like, what? I'm like, no, 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 no. just me. Don't worry, it's just me, me and me, <laughs> talking to myself. But I definitely have, like, internal voices and I definitely mm. have, like, you know... I have conversations with myself in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because someone asked a question, like, say you're having a debate. How do you know what you're going to say next? Mm. Like, I literally am listening and also verbalising my answer yeah. in my mind. What do they do? Yeah. Do they just, like, it's just, what, how do you prepare yourself? Someone <laughs> who doesn't have a voice in their head, like, please. What about when you read books? Like, I've got the voices, the accents. The characters. The characters. The yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a full <laughs> a movie in my mind yeah. when I'm reading like I can read like if you sent me a text I read it in your voice like I, yeah. I hear it in your voice so does that mean what but what if we're mad 
This is this And they're <laughs> normal. <laughs> what for that? Oh my god. Yeah, so your point, what if they're bad and yeah, we're normal? Yeah. And what about just imagine? Do you think it's because that maybe that they could be misery last company? No, because they don't because they because they, they, they don't externalize. They don't externalize. <laughs> I don't know because I've noticed my daughter started like talking out loud to herself. I'm like, who are you talking to? Oh, like, I'm no. gonna make the waffle. Who are you making the waffle for? To who? Cabbage ink. No, I do, but you're not talking <laughs> to me. I'm gonna make the waffle. Okay. For who? Who's the waffle for? Okay. She's not for you. Uh, no, she doesn't say that. She ignores me. So who are you talking to? <laughs> just, just, oh, my God. That, that was yesterday. Hilarious. I was like, okay, who are you talking to? Okay. That is so funny. Anyway, we proper digress. <laughs> as per usual, as we do every episode. Uh, but I think that takes us to the end of Misery Loves Company. Um, I really hope you've enjoyed that episode and um, yeah, please don't take it as a criticism if you're not in a good place. Absolutely. Just hope it maybe gives you a bit of perspective about where you're at and that also you're not alone as well. So maybe seek the right channels to support what you're going through, especially maybe if you do, if you feel like your friends are not giving you support, you feel isolated, um, you know, just give them grace as well because maybe they're also going through stuff it's probably my final thoughts i don't know if you've got anything you had to yeah i think final, uh, yeah no i think agree with everything that you said um i think yeah definitely take the time to just reflect and think about what you need to do for yourself to get yourself mm. out of that right or that in that terms of that mindset i would like to echo just celebrate the small wins we don't agree. do that enough um as society um so we need to think it needs to be super big and then we need mm. to it doesn't need, need to be like if you so are true. in a really bad space mm-hmm. and you have a good day celebrate that good day um and i think just to kind of repeat that because the more that you re- the, the repetition the more that you repeat it then obviously it will be a changed and learned behavior um, in the future um but yeah um that's all my closing thoughts brilliant so i really hope you've enjoyed this episode like let us know your thoughts if you have any at all um and yeah like just keep trying to not be miserable high vibrational high High vibrations (laughs) high vibrations only which just sounds like absolute (laughs) bullshit to be quite honest with you, I think I'm mid vibration. I'm not high. Yeah. I'm not low. I'm just in the middle, middling with yeah. vibrations. So yeah, mid vibe. Aim for mid. Because mid. Hi- yeah. Okay, cool. High is like ugh, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, wishing you all a lovely, lovely day. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.